happy Thursday, and welcome back to one of the very best episodes of the Rocketeer Minute, where each and every day, Monday through Friday, we go over one minute of the greatest adventure movie that Walt Disney's ever made, the 1991 Joe Johnston-directed film, The Rocketeer. I'm one of your hosts, Jim O'Kane of TVDads.com. And I'm Hal Bryan, an airplane geek from the Experimental Aircraft Association here in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. So, Jim, <clears throat> we've had some guests on the show. We're going to have a lot more guests on the show, but... Uh, but we've got somebody today that uh, that I think it's safe to say blew our minds. Uh, we released this uh, podcast just last week, and technically before even before midnight our time, before it technically even went live, this guy was out there, and he tweets at us, I'm listening over my oatmeal. He says, we've done a great job so far, and then he says, how can I help? Now, you and I passed out for about a day and a half, and then when we came to, uh, we replied back, and uh, made arrangements to bring this gentleman on. Um, talented, talented actor, long-running career. He's been in all sorts of things. But to us, first and foremost, the original Cliff Secord. Uh, welcome, welcome, Billy Campbell to the Rocketeer Minute. <laughs> Thanks, boys. Thank you. I'm uh, I'm really thrilled to be here. Uh, on this, my first, uh, actually my first podcast, the first podcast I've ever actually personally been part of oh that's great we would like you to think we're seasoned veterans so <laughs> well wow. uh, yeah. I, I promise to think of you that way <laughs> this Excellent. is this is fantastic as, as i was relating earlier when uh your text came in you're in europe right at the moment and you had texted about two in the morning when you had, had replied and uh i uh my wife woke up to me uh, yelling and in in the dark in our bedroom, <laughs> and she couldn't understand what was going on. And I was like, "Look, look, look!" Pointing at this tweet that had come in, and she said, "Well, calm down. You can contact him later." But I, I couldn't. I I had sent you back and forth <laughs> some messages, but uh, yeah, it, it, this is. I can't even say it's a dream come true because we never expected to even have you on the show. And this is just this is like right. sweeps week for us. This was fantastic. Exactly, and so early on. You guys uh, tweeted uh, tweeted at, at me, and and um, I thought, wow, it's a it's a whole. Uh, <laughs> I was confused at first. I, I I thought it's a it's a single minute long. <laughs> <laughs> I thought for some reason I thought the podcasts were a minute long. It was, it was a minute long podcasts about the Rocketeer, and then I and then I started listening, and I was like, well, it says there's 59 minutes left in this thing. So uh, who are I, these guys? Yeah, I. You know, I came to it a bit slowly, but um, I started listening and I couldn't stop. It's just my kind of thing. It's so utterly geeky. And uh, I guess uh, I think what I tweeted back is uh, perfectly honest. Uh, I think uh, by the end of the first uh, minute, I had learned uh, more about The Rocketeer, the film, than, than I had actually known. Wow. Before, so. Yeah, I, I mean, this, this is, you have, you've said online many different places. I think it's even in your IMDb listing that you always wish there was some kind of a special feature or, uh, you know, a director's commentary or some kind of mm. extra information about the Rocketeer. And, and we agree, <laughs> there should be some yes. more stuff. So now, yeah. it, you know, watching this like it's the Zapruder film is probably about the only way you can get through and find every little <laughs> single bit. And, yeah. uh, it's with a happier ending. Yeah. I think that's important. <laughs> yeah. Very it's, important uh, to point out. You know, uh, Billy, before we get too far down the road um yeah. we always uh, have this understanding we're going to be professional we're not going to gush but i would never uh, I, i'll never forgive myself if i don't at least on behalf of everybody listening but really just just for me and and probably for jim um, i gotta tell you i've waited uh more than half my life uh for the chance just to say thank you 
uh, for your role in this film, how you, you took this beloved graphic novel, the comics that I loved so much, you brought it to life. Uh, this is the most perfect casting I, I could have possibly imagined. And, uh, you know, we have lives, we have jobs, credit cards, keys, all the other good stuff. But so we're not sitting here watching this movie every minute of every day of our lives. But it's always been part of my life since it came out. And uh, and it just it uh, it means the world to be able to to tell you, uh, you know, voice to voice here uh, how much it's been appreciated. Well, thank you for saying so. I mean, it, it's obviously been such a such a was and is uh, such a big part of my life and and um I will be eternally uh, um uh sort of grateful f- for having had the chance to to have that as a as something that I've done you know it was my my first film it's what a, an amazing film to 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 be a first film and and uh, but if you're going to thank anybody if you're going to thank anybody, you should thank Johnny Depp for turning it down. Uh, <laughs> thank because, you, Johnny Depp, wherever you are. Yeah, when yeah. I when I met him in his agent's office, uh, you know, only hours after he had turned it down, I picked him up. I was surprised at how small he is. He's like a toy poodle. But I, I, <laughs> I, I, I literally picked him up off the ground and, and gave him a huge hug and then was entirely embarrassed because uh, I think he wasn't. He wasn't sure exactly that that was the right thing to do, but uh, well, you know, it's, yeah. it's funny. Johnny Depp has been calling us every day, wanting to be on the podcast, and we keep turning <laughs> him down. Yeah, and and there so, is a Pirates Minute. There's a Pirates of the Caribbean yeah, Minute. He can go talk that? to them anytime he wants to. So it's just, yeah. Yeah. best yeah. of luck, Johnny Depp. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're a toy poodle. Uh, but uh, but I thank you for thanking me, and and um, and it, it 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 really I can't I can't stress how. Um, what a part of my life it was in in so many different ways and and uh, how very very fond i am of it both as uh, uh uh you know a film that continues to sort of exist um and and as the experience it it was at the time yeah. it was uh, it's fantastic um it, there's I was I was talking with Hal about this earlier that when Neil Armstrong was went on a, to the moon on Apollo 11, they were worried that he wouldn't have a lot of time on on the ground. So they had him when he when he went down the the ladder of the lunar mo, of the lunar module, he went out, he mm. took a bunch of pictures, and the first thing he did was he scooped up a bunch of uh, rocks and stuffed them in a pocket in his pants leg, definitely in case. If he had to get out of there, he had a contingency sample. So yeah. just in case the connection fails, there's a whole bunch of questions we want to ask before anything happens. <laughs> <laughs> um, the uh, is, is the story true that you went that you actually went out to uh, to find a barbershop to cut and and just waved uh, the Dave Stevens uh, novel at the barber to say cut my hair like this? Is that a real thing? It, it, that is a real thing. I was I was at the time that this. Uh, 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 opportunity came up. I was working at the Renaissance Fair in um, in Southern California doing Shakespeare at the at the Southern California Renaissance Fair, and I auditioned for those guys the first time. I just didn't. I don't know what was where my head was. I well, I know exactly where it was. It was at the Renaissance Fair, and and I came in to meet them the first time. I had long hair and a beard, and um, I think they just wondered why I was in the room. You know, if I hadn't come there accidentally as the janitor or something and um uh i left and i didn't really think much more of it um until i happened to i think i went out and found the comic book sometime later um 
and and then I I saw the comic book and I realized how much I looked like the guy. I was like, holy hell, I'm I'm maybe I could get this part. And uh, so um, I went and yes, I took the comic book to the uh, uh, barber shop, had my hair cut that way. And the reason I look so much like the guy is because uh, Dave drew himself as the Rocketeer. And we look a lot alike. Uh, we could be brothers. We could have been brothers. And um, so, uh, yeah. So uh, oh, I, I thought he was just like a Moon Over Miami fan, and then he just went from from there to you know. <laughs> no, 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 no. I I'm not sure he would ever have known who what Moon Over Miami was. And no, or, he uh, might have he might have known the 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 film that was in the 40s that was Moon Over Miami. Oh, okay. It, he would never have known what uh, what the TV show was. Ah, um, well, we're talk right now. We're 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 going to focus on minute nine because you will be back. Okay. So we can we can yep. talk with some things here. And we start off yep. with uh, poor Cliff and Peavy just looking at the wreckage of the GB there. And yeah. uh, you had yeah. just you had just climbed out and uh, saved Jenny's picture. And that's and right. Now you get to have a I don't know how else to describe it like a hissy fit. <laughs> just kind of. It's exactly. It's <laughs> exactly right. It's funny we talked about this a little bit on a previous minute, but. Uh, about four or five years before this movie came out, I was finishing my pilot's license, and I had a picture just like that, not of Jennifer Connelly, of, of yeah. uh, you know somebody in my yeah. life at the time. And I, remember, was, I remember you saying that in the, oh, in the you, podcast. Yeah. That's right. You're our biggest fan. I forgot. Yeah. You've heard this story I've already. I, I'm actually up to date. I've listened that's, to them all. Wow. I mean, the ones you've that's released. incredible. Well, anyway, so obviously that scene resonated, uh, resonated so much with me, but yeah, then you... Uh, stomping away from the airplane, you're so mad. You've got that lovely helmet and goggles, that perfectly period appropriate thing, and you just fling it to the ground. Mm. Uh, and it's such a great uh, dichotomy with you and Alan Arkin in this scene. And I, I love you, the chemistry you two guys have through the entire oh, film. I, I'm telling you that that was one of the one of the one of the great things about doing this film was I got to work with Alan Arkin. We're still uh, fast friends, and I'm probably going to see him this summer. But um, uh, yeah, I mean, you'd have to be a fence post not to have chemistry with Alan Arkin. He's uh, <laughs> he's uh, he's amazing. He's just amazing, and what a gem of a human being. Yeah, um, yeah they, I think they uh, we you know our, there go our hopes for the Nationals up in smoke. And um, so uh, yeah, there goes the GB and and uh, you know all our hopes for the for the Nationals. And and uh, I remember when we did that scene when they were dragging the uh, the GB and if you look closely you can see the cable you can see the cable dragging the GB uh, where it comes sliding to a stop and um, they, there was one point at which a cable got loose and uh, it whipped uh, Alan across the back of the leg and so uh, he was like no nope, not doing that shot anymore <laughs> yeah, yeah he, he seemed to have a, a slight limp in some of the some of the takes there when, when you watch him yep. kind of walking up to it I would imagine that not not yep. a good day, uh, and this no. uh, and this was up in uh, up in Santa Maria where uh, yeah, that's right. where they were, where they were shooting all that. How long were you on the uh, on the airfield set? You know, I I don't really remember long enough to 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 have a few really terrific hangovers. Um, uh, <laughs> I think you know we might have been up there for a week or more. Uh, uh, yeah, maybe a week 
week and a half, two weeks, something like that. It, it's, um, a, it's a beautifully dressed location. I mean, there's so many, even you know, from the air, they have to they had to build everything out to make it. You know. Oh, it's fantastic! It was fantastic. I hear tell that the that the uh, hangar is still there and and that they've made a museum out of it. I've always meant to go back up and have a look at it, but I I haven't made it yet. Well, we're gonna have we're gonna have the curator on in a in a in a little while to uh, uh, to talk about the the museum that that's existing and from what we've seen of pictures of it it's changed a lot there's fence work and there's all kinds of stuff but it's still the hangar is is still there with the big big low sign out front. Well, that's cool. Um, at, um, we go from the uh, we go from the GB that we're lo- you know we're looking at the GB and we c- cut from a broken plane to a broken car with bullet holes in it as uh, as Fitch that's is right. waving the tow truck away. And uh, and you're out of your uh, whatever the, the 30s equivalent of a members only jacket is to uh, <laughs> yeah, um, but real leather, you know, yeah, back yeah, then but, uh, we, we did yeah. things right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you get those those smashing jodhpurs. Those look uh, really really good. And I love those. Yeah. And uh, and this uh, we're getting into the scene where uh, there's there's arguments about yeah, repaying for rebuilding the GV and stuff. That's um, right. The I, I guess there was a lot there was a lot of uh, a lot of activity with all these floor effects that are going on between the, the pulling the GB and and the, yeah. the shooting at the uh, at the at the cars and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, it, it must have been a fantastic time with seeing all these classic air racers and things all just kind of stacked oh. around. I mean, it was heaven. It was heaven. It was um, it was you know it was like being in an old fashioned movie. My first two movies, this one and Dracula, they were, they were like old fashioned movies. And I got the feeling like a, like an old fashioned movie star. You know, I did most of my own stunt work. Um, you know, the stuff of course, that wasn't uh, falling off of planes in midair. Uh, I got to go up in the GB, uh, with, uh, Craig and, and race around. And that terrified the living blankety blank out of me. Uh, but I wasn't about to let them know that. Um, it just was, uh, it was, it was phenomenal. It was absolutely phenomenal. You know, it's amazing to me to know that you came into this with some discomfort around flying and things. And, you know, we just, uh, uh, Jim Franklin uh, was uh, there on the set working under the direction of Craig Hosking, the aerial coordinator. And, uh, they used their, uh, Waco biplane and, you know, yeah. did up the black back half of it to look like yeah. the GB with yeah. the cockpit and everything. Yeah. We just were shared, as you know, Billy, we just shared some pictures of, uh, uh, from Jim Franklin's, uh, late Jim Franklin's son, Kyle, yeah. and uh, showing what that looks like, and you're strapped in the back there. And that's, that's one of the best, you know, sort of in-camera effects I, I think I've ever seen. It just, it just works. And there isn't, uh, there isn't an ounce of apprehension or anything on your face during any of those shots where we're looking well. back at you in the cockpit. <laughs> So I guess they call that acting. They call that acting. I mean, I was I was petrified. The funny thing was that was that uh, you know they asked me right off. Joe came to me and he said, uh, you know, we we we're thinking. Here's what we're thinking, and and you 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 just feel free to say no because uh, they said we were thinking that we might do the plane stuff in the beginning of the movie, actually do it up in the air, and you know if you could have been inside my my. Uh, stomach or my you know my my any other part of my anatomy at that point in time you you would have uh, seen it pucker and uh, and um, you know move uh, further toward the interior of my person but uh, uh, I said I just looked at him smiled and said uh, 
I think that's a fantastic idea. We should do that. <laughs> and, uh, you know, went home and cried in my pillow. I, I, but I was terrified. And the more so because uh, Craig said, and, and uh, he said, look, we're going to, this is all going to be great. We're going to really make you familiar with everything. We're gonna, not going to go up without, you know, you knowing everything that's going on and, and, uh, and so forth. And I, I thought, okay, all right, great. I'm still going to be nervous. So we sat, they sat me in the plane and uh, they put this, they built this, uh, you know, the flight cap with the uh, in, in-house uh, speakers so that I could hear him. And he sat in the front cockpit and spoke to me and I'm like, okay, great. I can, I can, I can, uh, I can hear him. And uh, I sat back there and, and you know, because of, uh, there are a few things that have to happen from the rear cockpit because that's the one that is usually, the, the plane is usually flown from and uh i think the choke is back there and and um the tailwheel lock and you know he we discussed it pretty clearly i mean the tailwheel lock has to be at a certain point has right. to be you know locked because uh, <laughs> otherwise you can you know go skittering off the runway or, or what have you and then and of course the oil has to be uh uh, uh I had to do something with the oil or, or the something bad happens and we fall out of the sky. And uh, so this is all well and good and I'm super, super nervous, but here we go. And they starts up the plane and I, and he looks back at me and says, you ready? And he, and he, and I look up at him and he's got his thumb up and I put my thumb up and then I'm like, well, wait a minute. I just, I saw him say that, but I didn't hear a damn thing because <laughs> the engine was going. And he just turned back around and we went off down the runway and did the whole thing. And I'm screaming at him like, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. But I, don't, I don't have a microphone. So he can't hear me saying that, anything at all. And up we go into the air. And I'm like, oh, geez, I hope I did the tailwheel lock when it was supposed to be done. I think I'm supposed to do the oil now. And uh, oh, I mean, I was just absolutely, excuse my French, but I, I was um, – I was absolutely petrified, and then, then and then he flew that thing around. My parents were up there on one of the days when I was flying, and I, I got my I got my fear of flying from my mother. I know exactly where it came from. She was petrified of flying, and um, they were at a certain point they were standing in the airplane hangar to be out of a shot, and the plane was going to come down. He was going to come down in the biplane as close as he could and sort of turn the corner of the hangar and then zoom down the runway, you know, when the GB makes that close, sure. uh, close, uh, whatever you call it, pass over or right. fly over something. And I mean, he basically turned the corner of the hangar. I, I mean, it felt that way anyway. And my parents said they were in the hangar and they could see up in the high windows, they could see the plane coming at a, at an angle, which my mother said was completely wrong. <laughs> that was a completely wrong angle. And she starts yelling at my stepfather and the rest of my family inside the airplane hangar. And the plane comes down. And I think she, you know, if she was any older, she might have had a heart attack. Wow. So, and, and you're up there yelling, watch this PV with a big smile on yeah. your face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> again, yeah. acting. Again. <laughs> oh, let's do it again. Oh, but, uh, yeah, it all turned out okay. Yeah, yeah, the editing made it. I mean, you could never tell that you were actually on, you know, somebody else's plane when you're doing this. Um, no. Did you also do the uh, the aerial stuff while you had the oil being sprayed in your face, or was that uh, was yeah. that? Did you, wow. Yeah, yeah, we did that in the air. We did um, we did 
all, everything was in the air. I mean, and they, um, Joe said, uh, you know, they said in the beginning when he said, you know, we can do this. We can, we can go up on a high hill and we can put a, a double for the GB on a gimbal and we can blow fans in your face. But I just think it'll be so much better if we do it. And uh, I said, okay, great. Me too. It'll be fantastic. And, um, you know, even the oil thing, um, it, it, we all, we did all of it. Uh, in the air hopefully one take i can't imagine getting uh, hit in the face with the oil over several several different flights that would i think the oil was one take i know we did more than one flight uh but i think the oil only happened once as as far as i recall because there was you know of course wardrobe and and stuff uh they didn't have so many of the jackets uh and you know the oil is difficult to get out of there so uh uh, if indeed it was oil, it might have been something doubling for oil. I don't remember. Wow. Well, but uh, I remember Craig saying to me, you know, we did as few flights as possible because uh, early on I said to Craig, before I I think we did any flying, I remember saying, wow, you know, the Chibi, holy, holy heck, you must be thrilled to fly that thing. And he looked at me and had didn't even have a smile on his face. And he said, I count the number of times I have left to fly this <laughs> wow. like he did not like to be in the air in the gb um I've, he's yeah go ahead i was just gonna say i've heard the same thing from steve uh steve hinton who was yeah. also on the set where well, they i think steve and craig were the only two that flew the gb yeah and uh and neither of them were very fond of it uh you know, jim up on our website either now or soon we've got uh we've got a, a couple of articles by the guy who built the gb back in the 70s and uh, so if we could share those out, I think people would enjoy going in-depth reading about how that particular replica was made. Oh, for sure. I mean, it's it's like uh, like PV says at the beginning of the movie, it's a handful. I mean, there's, it, it's, it's, an uh, engine, oh, yeah. it's an engine that yeah. they bothered to put wings on. So, yeah. Uh, I, I can imagine the kind of uh, – if it inspires fear in, some, in somebody like Steve Hinton, you can, you can expect that it was, it was trouble. Oh, yeah. Um, Oh but, yeah, but those scenes were fantastic. I mean, all those aerial shots were just in- incredible to to watch. Um, and it, it's a beautiful looking ship, even if it's hard hard to handle. Isn't it though? It's just a gorgeous, gorgeous little thing. And and uh, I'm you know I'm utterly sure that that's why that that's why uh, Dave chose it because it was so, it's so much fun to draw, so much fun to look at. Yeah, it's photogenic. Well, um, it, let's let's talk about some uh, some some more classic acting. You get to uh, you get to have a fist fight with um, with Ed Lauder here. In, uh, <laughs> That's right. Uh, that yeah, looked, that looked like a good, a, a nice nice and theatrical. I mean, you two you two guys are, are doing those big you know roundhouse punches. <laughs> exactly, exactly the things that don't happen in real life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hold still while I punch you. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, Ed seems like uh, he's he's an, an old warhorse at this. And when when he when he worked, he's been in he's been in so many different movies, and he really Ed was uh, Ed was great fun to to hang around with. Uh, and Jim Handy, uh, they'd both been round the block several times, and and uh, the stories were fantastic. I remember Ed had been in uh, a film. I think it was called The Longest Yard, uh, oh, yeah. which was a favorite of mine. I think it was a Burt Reynolds film, right? right. Set yeah. In prison, yeah. Where they got Eddie, a football, yeah. Eddie Albert. Football yeah. team, yep. Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, he told some good stories about that. Wow, but uh, a good, a good. It's like you have the whole, you know, most of the cast that's that's in, that's on the airport airport field is in this one scene. I mean, you've got uh, uh, Bill Sanderson and. Uh, that's right. 
uh, gosh, I mean, they're 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 all just inc- inc- you know incredible actors right there, and and we'll be talking. I don't, I don't want to get into all of them because if we're gonna have you on a later set, but uh, it was it seemed like a real good crew that was that was there. I mean, you all probably had a, had a bunch of uh, stories. Fantastic. Oh, we had a we had a good time, and in fact, it, there were times we had two too good a time uh we we sort of took over the airport up there i mean sorry the uh, hotel in santa maria and and uh, just i'm sure they were you know happy you know sad slash happy to see us go (laughs) slash slash extremely happy to see us go uh i think we were a bit of a nuisance um uh and as i say i had several world-class hangovers in fact the moment i think the moment when i turned to pv in the cockpit uh and tell him let's make some history yeah oh i was <laughs> i was in such pain Are i was in serious? such pain no i'm serious <laughs> and if you look i always hated that shot because i was so bloated from the night of of drinking at the hotel and so hungover i always hated that shot but uh i guess if you don't know you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to tell. Well, so for for uh, the uh, Rocketeer watchers who are out there, go back to minute three and take a, <laughs> take a careful <laughs> look at that minute luck. three. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, and kids don't drink. Yeah. That, no. And, no and especially when you're going to fly a GB. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Drinking in GBs don't uh, don't mix. No, they don't. Uh, and we do have to ask you back while we're back at minute three. Uh, Hal was noticing your incredible athleticism in getting your leg swung over the oh top of the GB. That that is <laughs> that it was quite. A, maybe that was all part of. You just didn't notice the pain because there was so much going on. But yeah, you're kicking. I, wait, you know, you're kicking halfway up to your chest. It's just know, to flicking that leg up and step right up in there. Did you practice that? I had to practice that a few times. I did <laughs> practice that a few times, and and uh, I could not come close to doing that these days. But uh, yeah, I. Uh, I did. I remember. I did have to practice that once or twice, just to just to make it look like I'd done it before. Yeah, and, uh, it yeah. worked. It worked. Yeah. Wow. Um, well, we'll we'll just uh, we'll just leave things here while um, while our FBI agents uh, well Fitch nurses his uh, his busted chin. And, yeah. uh You mean uh, it's his kisser? His kisser. Yeah. Sorry, his kisser. kisser. He got socked you're, on you're the kisser. You yeah. on his kisser, yeah. and then you waltzed. <laughs> I, wish we could talk I like just that, loved too. it. I mean, I wished I was so I remember being so envious of his line. That line is so fantastic. <laughs> You're a fly boy. It hangs one on my yeah. kisser. You let him waltz. It's just yeah. you just chew on every word. You do get to be you, get, you do get to use the phrase nickel nurser in the, in the near future. So that's, that's a, true. <laughs> Lousy nickel nurser. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You, you wait for days when you say that. Um, but well, let, let's uh, let's pick this conversation up tomorrow, and we, we can chat about this. For people who are going crazy uh, wanting to talk about this on the social media, we're available at a bunch of places. Go check us out on Twitter, Rocketeer Minute, and uh, you can also read uh, Billy's tweets out there. Uh, you can also uh, find us on social media and fa- uh, Facebook at the, Bulldog Cafe, uh, the Rocketeer's Bulldog Cafe. And, uh, of course, the great big website, rocketeerminute.com, where you can see all these articles that Hal was just talking about. Uh, there's pictures of previous episodes. Sign up for us on iTunes, uh, Google Play, and get this podcast delivered to you fresh every morning. Actually, it's late at night. You, you'll get it the night before. It's, it's the Bulldog Edition. So uh, you can uh, catch all this. Just go out find uh, Rocketeer Minute on either iTunes and, or Google Play. Subscribe. And the rest is cake. So uh, we'll uh, we'll finish up this part of the conversation. There's more to come, but uh, visit us here tomorrow as we finish out the week 
on the uh, on the Rocketeer Minute. So see you around, Rocketeer. And uh, until next time, over and out. Yeah, boys. See you tomorrow.